0: our wrestling podcast back at you with another episode this is dave vicious along with just the total package craig the british bulldog and cuz bringing you our perspective on the world of professional wrestling no inside sources no ties to the industry just stories from the diehards (coughs) sharing opinions with you today's topic what happened to marcus alexander bagwell for audio fans give us a listen on audio spotify snuggle and google podcast or watch our videos on youtube at our wrestling channel On social media, can you give Jess a coronary and follow us on Instagram or Twitter at OWP twenty nineteen or on Facebook at our wrestling podcast? Uh cuz And Dave, a little side note. Yeah, what's up,
1: Daily motion. Daily motion. (laughs) Daily motion is our free side where we're just free.
0: And we're and we're free to have fun watching videos. Absolutely. Um, because Buff Bagwell is your favorite wrestler, is what I heard. Is that right? Correct. Well, you know, he was (laughs)
2: American male, American male, American, American male, American, American, male. American, American male, American male, American male, <laughs> American
1: male, It's the most haunting, greatest wrestling theme ever.
2: Yeah, it is pretty <laughs> haunting. I love I'm it. i be scared like if you walked into a house and saw NBA I'm so shirt. frightened. American male upstairs. Like, oh, Jeff is your
0: friend. All right, let's jump right into it. Marcus Alexander Bagwell was born in 1970, July of the 10th. He was an American, American wrestler, better known by his ring name, Buff Bagwell. He is best known for his appearances with World Championship Wrestling or WCW from 1991. Best known
2: for his mother, Judy.
0: Judy was too <laughs> a sweetheart. Um, to 2001, where he was a five time World Tag Team Champion. He trained under wow. Steve Waller and he debuted in 1990, working for the North Carolina Wrestling Fabulous
2: as Fabulous Fabian. Wow. Hey. <laughs> I- what is fabulous, I'm Fabian. fabulous Fabian, yeah, like fabulous what, is, what is that Fabian. character? I don't know, like, and, and he still has this horrible southern like, he never got rid of his southern thing. He's all like, I'm Fabian, guys. Hey, y'all, I'm <laughs> fabulous Fabian. Hey, who wants to get some barbecue? I'm Fabian, I'm fabulous.
0: Oh was he tired? <laughs> I, th- I really thought that was gonna keep going so for like a tired, while. You know. I just- <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta shut like up we're treading them. lightly. Because
1: I'm like, uh, uh <laughs> <yeah."> <laughs> I'm like <laughs> no, what, I'm, what are you saying? Nobody wants to touch that
0: with a ten. Yeah, because society sucks
1: today, so we have to be like, uh, I don't know.
0: I'm not touching any of that. So but
1: where did he? Say? Um,
0: all right, and then he actually in '91 he began wrestling with the Global Wrestling Federation as the G- Handsome Stranger, a gimmick suggested by Bill Eadie that saw Bagwell uh, don a Lone Ranger-style mask and hand out roses to the female fans. That actually is a pretty easy...
1: Given. Hi. Wow. So I... When I got my... Genius. big, well, my, my parents got my big, massive satellite dish in my house that you all That's fondly true. remember. I, um, oh, yeah. I would get all these different areas. I started watching Global in the early 90s, and I saw The Handsome Stranger, and I just... I, I saw The Patriot. I saw all those other characters. Um, and so I just was later on, after Bagwell debuted for WCW, some in some magazine I read, that he was a lonesome stranger in GWF, and it blew my mind. I was like, oh my god, yeah. is Buff Bagwell, like, that's crazy. Entering the ring
2: area at this time, at 237 pounds, from Monte Carlo, the handsome stranger! Well, before, I was so rudely
0: interrupted by that goofy ring announcer. What I was saying was, I came up here to grace you with my presence,
2: and maybe I thought, maybe I could help the ratings by staying out here and helping you two boobs with the commentary.
1: Yeah, he was just, just like this muscular, it. yeah, he's a very fan favorite, just all oiled up and everything, and just like a Lone Ranger mask. Like, that's Wait, he cool. was a
2: fan favorite?
1: Yes. I would yeah. hate that guy if I was a dude at a wrestling the show. girls loved him. You should have been GWF that's why women wrestling fans loved him. Don't take
2: that, Rose.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, babe, that's, you know you hurt my feelings, right? Throw
2: the rose wedge. <laughs> oh <my God.
0: laughs> oh, yeah, you
2: better. He didn't give that. Oh, was if he didn't go to the ring. You know, you know, you know. You're He's doing every. Rest you're doing face.
0: every Jamie yeah. Noble impersonation of man, right? <laughs> right? That's what you're
2: doing. Like that's, you know that's, that's, that's Jamie, face, Jamie, shape, Jamie Noble through and through. Oh, shit. <laughs> hey, don't do that. Oh, you on the on the ride home. Oh, you like him? Angel, whoa, oh, whoa! The
1: handsome stranger in GWF like it right caused a relationship right to break up.
2: That's a
0: very insecure uh, game. I'll be straight. I don't know if that one's going to make the cut. (laughs) (laughs)
2: I'm
0: about to cross some lines. We just just play
2: American Males over the audio during that part. (laughs) (laughs) It's
0: going to go like this American Males. American Males. Oh, you want an American (laughs) Males?
2: Cuz oh, you know how women would you know like that? men would be upset with Rick Rude oh, like anyone I, sexy like that that would yeah. like uh I, I, like I the think insecure it yeah I have oh, Rick Rude every every night. Yeah. yeah. That
1: oh. like, you like that, why don't you go ma- why don't you go be with him then?
2: <laughs> why don't you ask handsome stranger to take out the trash?
1: <laughs> <laughs> why don't you have handsome stranger work 60 hours a week and pay your fucking bills? Why don't you ask handsome stranger?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, handsome stranger go pick up Brutus's dog shit. Why does this
1: need for us? Yeah, why don't you ask handsome stranger? Let your mom live with us for seven years.
2: Yeah, (laughs) throw away the rose. It's all it's all wilted. You got the rose six months ago. He ain't coming back for you.
0: You don't know that. with me.
1: (laughs) You don't know that. Yeah, you don't know that. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) Uh, That probably never happened.
2: Uh. Yeah. (laughs) A rough like for
0: a good start, by the way. Go ahead, <laughs> maybe. Rough Bagwell, gotta, charming his way. I gotta, to I gotta collect myself. Uh, in 1991, Bagwell, not rude, was hired by the World Championship Wrestling Federation, where he wrestled under his full name, Mark WCW Bagwell. He made that debut on November 5th, and for the first couple of years, he was a pure babyface so, a singles wrestler in the middle of a card, and gaining experience against wrestlers name. like Terry Taylor. Arn Anderson and Greg Valentine. Not bad company, by the way. Um,
1: Buff Bagwell yeah. was, fine. <laughs> was fine.
0: He was fine. He, he, was, he,
1: a he, he was a good hand. good hand. He did the job. He had yeah, no good. problems with him. After <laughs> he broke up, he broke up my marriage. He
0: gave my wife a
1: rose. He gave my wife a rose. don't. I
0: busted her right on it. I was like, well, we made good money together. You, you stick that I rose know. up You're your good. ass, young gun. <laughs> wow. On the February 20th episode uh, in 1983 of Saturday yeah. Night, uh, Bagwell, not Arn Anderson, teamed up with two Cold Scorpio and Steve Regal to defeat Scotty Flamingo, Tex Slasinger, and Shanghai Pierce in a six-man tag team match. This would lead to the formation of a tag team called... Or was it just a tag, tag team of Bagwell and Scorpio? They didn't really have a name. It was just... No, but Bagwell you know what? Scorpio.
1: That's my... Tag team remember the early 90s we used to watch fucking scorpion and they were a They're good tag team. I, team I like scorpion bagwell a lot all i'm doing is explaining over look at this what is this a double suplex
0: That's, I mean, yeah, that's, there's, cool. a, there's, there's, there's a lot of good stuff uh, in that combination. It makes a lot of sense. As a result of their success in the tag division, they quickly became contenders for the World Tag Team Championship. On October 23rd, episode of Saturday Night, Bagwell and Scorpio defeated yeah, right. the Nasty Boys. That's a step that's up. That's for something. To win the World Tag Team Championships, thus making Bagwell's first title win in the WCW. Uh, all right. On the May 28th episode of Worldwide, Bagwell formed a new tag team with the Patriot called Stars and Stripes. As they defeated Dick Slater and Chris Sullivan in their first matches in a the team, they were qu- quickly put in contention for the a World Eric Tag Pass. Team Championships and entered a few with the champions. Pretty wonderful. I liked that one, by the way. This was a good tag team, too. Over mm-hmm. Paul Roma there. and Paul Orndorff yeah paul roma and orndorff is pretty wonderful love it after losing to pretty wonderful in a title shot at fall brawl stars and stripes defeated them in a rematch on the september 25th episode of main event to win the world tag team championship that is now uh, excuse two me.
1: titles for let buff me uh, stop you right there uh yeah, why? Mm. how do you not include bagwell up there with the greatest tag wrestlers such as bobby eaton and Orn anderson uh buff bagwell building a tag team resume right here i swear to god i was just just thinking
2: uh, this i remember how how cool their tights looked as stars and stripes like how good he was with two with two cold scorpio like there's more to come but like you're right jess like a good hand of all time
1: thank you thank you so crafty
0: you can never count this man out Never. never
1: Is Alexander Bagwell, the Patriot, the team of stars
0: and stripes. <laughs> Let's end it right here. Right here. I always take exception. when I think of Marcus Bagwell,
2: good. I mean, until That's he wins an interview. Were you? <laughs> you were youngin' at this time, cuz. Did you remember him during this time, or is this a little? Too I early? remember him when he was with. He wore their pants, but you know, yeah, Yeah. okay. That, that's when I first ever saw him. It was like neon; they all like switch colors. That's from what I, kind know, of I remember him. That's what? nice.
0: That's sweet.
2: But, yeah. Would they come down to? Sorry, I'm uh, sidetracked. Would they come down to Too Cold Scorpio's music when it yes. was? Yeah, they would, wouldn't they? Yeah. When they, when he they was would.
1: Scorpio, and yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah.
2: So he didn't even earn. He didn't even get his own music at this point. And then Stars and Stripes, he probably came down to Stars and Stripes Forever or Patriots music,
1: right? I don't remember what their music were, but it was something. Stars and yeah. Stripes, Stars and Stripes, yeah. stripes Stars and Stripes, Stars. Scorpion Bagwell, Scorpion Bagwell, Scorpion <laughs> Bagwell. His whole career. He's in
2: the NWO. He's in guys, the N-W-O. I got an idea for my theme the song. N-W-O. Here we go. Ready? NWO. Stars and Stripes.
0: Stars. Well, wait, this is where you're you all. You guys like all. it? You like you're it? All, this is where you're all singing and dancing and having a good time on the September 16, ninety five episode of Saturday Night. Bagwell formed a tag team with Scotty
2: Riggs
1: called okay, the American yes. Males. Right, Scotty Riggs. Let me guess. Let me guess. He won Excuse the fucking time. tag titles, Dave? Did they win the tag titles?
0: Uh, they defeated State Patrol in their debut match. State
1: Patrol? Shut up. Har- State <laughs>
0: Patrol? They, they defeated Harlem Heat to win the World Tag Team Championships.
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> so they that's, didn't. That's pretty, greatest tag ever. wrestler of all time. He thought Sherry was going to give him some help. And look at her. These
0: two are love sick. She melted him.
2: Wait, so, what was Scotty Riggs and uh, I'm sorry, if we already said it. What was Scotty Riggs and Bart Bagwell's team name? American, American Males. American Males. Yeah, I know. American- and what was team yeah, the yeah. American Males. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. American.
0: American oh, Males. the
2: greatest song of all time. Yeah,
0: this is this is where the greatest song gets, a little more, a little more interesting. <laughs> <laughs> of all time. On the November twenty fifth, nineteen ninety six episode, Bagwell joined the New World Order. He's it in the opened. NWO. He's, He's in, in the NWO after He's turning in- on his <laughs> partner, <laughs> partner Scotty Ridge. New World Order. He soon renamed himself to Buff Bagwell and formed a tag team with Scott Norton called Vicious and Delicious. <laughs> that
1: I love That's- Vicious and Delicious.
0: All right, That's so, so can we pause delicious? right
2: here for a second? All if, these changes. Why is it well, Bagwell? I is mean, it the office? No, it's is not his. Where, do, where yeah. are these changes coming from? Why do you really There's think, no think that Bagwell has a
0: say in it right now?
2: I think he does. He told us that he have a has a say, say beat for anymore. every song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if he controls the music, he's like, I just want yeah, this, tr- this tr- melody to get over. It. He's like, I gotta find Just the right partner, snow. man. I've been through six, but it's not he, my fault. It's their he fault. He hasn't
0: even he not even had his own theme music yet, right? Scotty no. Riggs can't
2: out. go. Too cold can't go. <laughs> I need to find someone that can go. Patriot couldn't go. God damn it! I'm I'm Buff Bagwell. <laughs> God damn. <it. laughs> hey, no. Scotty Riggs, by the way, is the first wrestler ever to take the first ever Van Terminator. <laughs> Robin Dam. Is yep. that right? Nice. Oh, wow. Well, I didn't know that. Uh, it was at the pay per view.
0: That's
2: completely out of context.
0: Know. Let's continue. Um, yeah, you know, context that, that's a tough Sky discussion
2: free. backstage, though. You're going to do what? Like what? So, my trash thing goes on my head, and then what? And then gonna Where are you going to kick me from? Wait, the other yeah. side of the ring? No. All right. Fuck it. Oh, this Congratulations.
0: We have another derailment on the OWP.
2: Welcome. Another
0: derailment. Welcome, to, another oh, derailment. Welcome to our world. <laughs> another
1: derailment. <laughs>
2: <laughs> American derailment. American
0: derailment Some <laughs> OWP yeah. derailment that happens every fucking week, apparently. Oh, shit. All right. Vicious and Delicious. To go along with his name change, he developed the habits of flexing his muscles and would yeah. talk to the camera, insulting his opponents while complimenting That's that. himself. That's
2: fair. That,
0: now, and giving out roses NWO, to women.
2: First time ever to do that.
0: He <laughs> also competed for New Japan Pro Wrestling as part of NW Japan and the... Um, Newspaper really? Wrestling version of the NWO there. When he returned to Murica, he began a feud <laughs> with Lex Luger. You like that? Which later saw Bagwell defeat him at Starcade in 1997. It's Rick dog collar, wasn't it? Yeah.
2: I hope it wasn't. If <laughs> you look at this. It knocked Luger right out. He's going to roll Bagwell over. New World Order trying to make a statement right here. And
0: now he tries to wake up Billy Silverman, and Silverman, one, two, no! believe oh. no, it, another fluke win for Bagwell over Luger. On the April 22nd, 1998 edition of Thunder, Bagwell wrestled a tag team match with Scott Norton, representing the NWO, against Rick Steiner and Lex Luger, which they won when Scott Steiner interfered on his behalf. Just before that, however, Rick attempted his diving bulldog finishing move which was not executed correctly and resulted in Bagwell's head striking center's back, jamming his neck and severely injuring... fans.
1: Mm-hmm. Sp- we are back. Uh, we have... You, you don't like to see this regardless if it's a member of the NWO or a, a member of WCW. Buck Bagwell apparently is severely hurt here. He's conscious, though. Our, our trainer is out. Uh, Bagwell... Scott Steiner tried to roll Bagwell up on top of uh, his brother, Rick Steiner and uh, Bagwell was uh, really could only get the arm up for the pen. And uh, the medical attendants are here. And uh, right now to check out with Buck Bagwell. Probably uh, one of the first live injuries I think I've seen on TV. Like it was live because Thunder was live at the time. And uh, legitly like he laid there and people were like, something's yeah, fucked oh, up. Yeah. This is like, this was brutal, and it was, a, what, a year after Austin's injury? So, like, we saw yeah. Austin get injured on pay-per-view, and then it, a year later, I mean, like, he hit the bulldog, and you saw Bagwell just go limp. And then, like, Scott yeah. was like, or Rick, sorry, was like, holy shit. Scott Steiner still comes down there because he's supposed to interfere. And he was like, uh, like, I think he hit someone really hard. I was hit, Did he kick him? And it was whole you thing. Got, he stretched you got, you got him got his, out on TV and laughing, everything.
0: But you haven't, you haven't read the last line. You're going to feel really bad about no! it. he was diagnosed with severe damage uh vertebrae and developed spinal shock which led him to use a wheelchair and neck brace for the next uh, couple of months
1: i don't feel bad you want to know why <laughs> yeah, because did. they milked that fucking injury forever yes. on the storyline <laughs> every fucking pay-per-view for like 7 months straight yes. bagwell kept they actually reenacted it too and made it look like he yes. fucking went paralyzed again and then steiner yes. like turned on rick or some bullshit like it was weird like they milked that injury forever so, no. Nay, <laughs> i don't say
0: Alright.
1: In June of 99,
0: Bagwell engaged in a rivalry with WCW President Ric Flair and Vice President Roddy Piper. Wow, that's fun. That Wait, fair. what? See, I don't remember that. This is what we're talking about. Um, after claiming wow. he was being held back, this led to a three-round boxing match <laughs> with Piper at Bash of the Beach, which what? saw Bagwell victorious.
1: Oh, okay. What, is, what
0: well, do boxing matches? You want a boxing
1: <laughs> match?
0: I, I want a boxing match.
1: You box
2: want a
1: What'd you say? You disagree? You want a box, man? Like everything. every time. <laughs> I'm
2: vice president, man. <laughs> I'm a heartbeat away from the hell, office of the land, man.
0: If he dies, Let's he dies.
2: If you. he dies, he die.
0: Bagwell, uh, Bagwell then feuded with Diamond Dallas Page after he made allegations about Page's wife, Kimberly. Having spent much of 99 feuding with older wrestlers, Bagwell was one of the first to join Eric Bischoff's New Blood Alliance. Forming a tag team
2: with Shane, uh, he's been around ten years. Wow, he's new, he's new blood.
0: He's new blood, and, and Shane Douglas is like the is like the oldest young guy ever, apparently, as well. Yeah, oh, that's right. Okay, franchise. now I'm starting to franchise. Shane Douglas came a long way. I, I don't. Want, I don't want to derail us again, but that's that's a hell of a story.
2: I way. liked him, man. I did. I do that. episode Douglas, we should do right? too. Yeah, Shane We're Douglas
0: is a through. great episode. He's... Yeah. Yeah, that's a
1: Oh uh, Dave, read this uh, next uh, line so you can cement his legacy as a great tag wrestler <laughs>
0: <world>. <laughs> Bagwell and Douglas eventually won the World Tag Team Championship with Rick Flair and Lex oh, yeah, Luger. I'm done. Giving, right. giving Bagwell right. his That's, right. world that's why Flair said <laughs> and rekindling his feud from Luger from two Buff. years ago. Bagwell. Um, he beat Rick he beat Lex Luger again. And then oh by the way, Rick Flair was Luger. done involved in.
2: Luger, that's Luger, Luger passing the say. torch right there. USA. Yeah,
0: yeah. Luger passing. <laughs> it's more like a matchstick. Whoa.
2: But we're forgetting. I think what's being missed in this is how good Buff Bagwell was with comedy stuff. Like, uh-huh. there the was a whole thing yes. about faking injury with the Steiner stuff and the hat and
1: he was very, very charismatic. He was, like, he also he, knew how to, like, without a doubt. <laughs> like, when Scott Steiner was trying to figure out, like, his character or whatever, he knew how to highlight him. Yes, like he would always run down and Put his hands on Scott's shoulders and play peekaboo behind him for the hard camera, and then Scott Norton, who had no personality at all, he somehow made Scott Norton shine. Like he would flex in front of him, and Norton would laugh or whatever, and Luger would do the same thing when he had Luger like as a partner. Like Bagwell always knew how to kind of like he never tried to steal the show. He was always like, but he, but he was a showman. Yeah, he was a showman. Greatest tag team wrestler of all time. I'm. What am I doing here? Honestly, you're not wrong, Jess. I'm. That's why I always think
2: of tag team. Tag well. Every time I think
1: of it. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Shortly, people are gonna watch it and be out. like, "Fuck, he's just an idiot." Fuck, did you really think that? And then everyone's gonna go watch it. No, I think it's and fair. Like, I, 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 I do th- because th- you th- think, th- think so. Yes, but he it was in the nineties. Right
2: right like he really, really was. Like, makes sense.
0: Well, let's talk about it. Shortly yep. after WWE was purchased uh, by the World Wrestling Federation in March of 01. Bagwell was one of the first AOL Time Warner contracted wrestlers to accept the offered buyout on his contract. Which is good for
2: him, because not a lot of people yep. did it. So they, good that yep. he did. Mm-hmm. At least yep. he tried. He and- yep.
0: In uh, in July of 01, Bagwell did. would face off with Booker T at a house show and made his WWF televised debut on the July 2nd episode of Raw is War, facing Booker T for the WCW Championship. Not a bad way to start. The match was a no contest after interference. That's a little Andrew harsh. Boston and Kurt Angle. Many consider this to be the worst Monday Night Raw match of all time. That's that's uh, that's rough. Is that, and again, is that really his fault? No. What'd you no, say? Yes. So. After making several <clears throat> appearances brutal. with uh, NWA did- Total Nonstop Action, now Impact Wrestling in 0-2-0-3, <laughs> he didn't say anything. Bagwell Whoa. returned to TNA on the April 27, <laughs> 2006 episode of Impact as the first of things possible. Agnes wow! So he was—he just left after that and went to on Impact. May fourteenth of same year two thousand six.
2: Jeez. When it was DNA. Okay.
0: Brother, oh yeah. no,
1: no! Wait, wait, oh, got it. So wasn't it? So how long? How yeah, long he was yeah, Shane with we're Booker T in 01? Yeah.
0: Yeah, we're skipping a lot of time. We went from 01 to 06. Now, and now we're gonna. We're, after years of drug abuse, Bagwell reached out to TDP and has been clean and sober. It should be noted that he had a stretch of sobriety, but the 2020 car accident caused him to relapse. And that's kind of where we are. We're only three years past that. There's probably not much on Bagwell now. Um, I I have to tell you, man, um, I know we're laughing about it, but I think we're laughing because we're so uncomfortable with the fact that if anybody else had gone through that, how do you not relapse? How do you not struggle with your identity, who you are, um, when, when when you're kind of like that? I'm this guy, and then you go to I can't, I'm on a feeding tube. I'm on this, and I think we laugh because it's uncomfortable. And 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 with, with Bagwell, I don't know how you don't relapse when in in this moment, like you're trying to get better, you're prescribed medication, the medication caused you to have another accident, you have another step back. I'm not sure. I mean I mean I, I hear that he's he's doing okay yeah. now, but
1: you don't really know, right? And I think there's that's a common tale. Like, Luger yeah, was the yeah. same way. When Luger was dating Elizabeth Luger. and, like, he would get DUI after of DUI. And, yeah, and then Liz ended up dying. And it's, like, it's, it's it's the same tale over and over and over again about wrestlers that... Yeah. It, I don't know if it's because they get past their prime or it's just the injuries mount up. I think it's both, right? Like, you get older and then you don't, you're not featured as much. And then at the same time, but you're already hooked on pills. So when you're going from town to town to town, it's almost... Common uh, back then i'm not saying now uh, oh yeah back dude, then just it was common
0: the, just listen to the kurt angle and you had a story. lot
1: of other your colleagues you that did why. that you would you would talk about injuries oh you pop those two yeah i pop those two but then after you you don't get signed back to your big company that you're with or whatever <sighs> you get relegated to indies or if you get away you with do, driving high a thousand, like, thousand times
2: and time only get agility. caught once yeah, you're gonna yeah, keep and doing it all and doing. He, like so his odds are still pretty good he had a couple car accidents but was probably still high for a lot of those like they think they're invincible. They really do. Like, at some point, all of them. Like, it's terrible.
1: And they're living that life. Well, and, and you know, nowadays, it's like they... It's so funny. It's like nobody admits anything. And then when, like, they all start, like, listing their schedules and paying them for downtime guarantees, higher and higher guarantee contracts. And they start <laughs> now they're only wrestling, like, 150 yeah. times a year. I'm like, gee, I wonder why you did that. No reason. No reason. Really? Like, it's because your people were dying. Like, you know, now you have these fucking... People like AJ Styles and mm-hmm. all of them are in their 40s, like easily. Chris Jericho in his 50s, yeah. like, and everything. And, like, because they all, they got to, I mean, Jericho was kind of part of the, the crew that wrestled uh, many times yeah. or whatever. So he's kind of like a lucky guy. But he's gone through like weight fluctuate like yeah. fluctuations the- well, like, also, his, his
0: his back was destroyed. He says DDP saved his career and his life as well.
1: Yeah, they all had to do that. But then after that, like nowadays, like they don't wrestle that much. And I don't mean that to disrespect right. them or anything like that. But I mean back even here it's in the better, Monday, and all that stuff, deal. like they wrestle all the time. Like yeah, they were fucking each other up all the time on a hard a ring. ring. And they yeah. were going back. They had shit meals that they could get at midnight, and then they were popping pills and drinking beer and or liquor. Yeah. And then Heading to the next town, and they had to be there, or they didn't get paid, or whatever. Like, you know, some, they some, just introduced some, like sometimes you know.
0: just two towns, same day, they would do two yeah. shows a day,
1: especially the 70s and 80s and shit. Like, they were, it was really bad, you know? So it's like, it's so funny. I, every time I listen to any of Conrad's podcast, it's so funny. He's like, dude, I'm going to say this. Like, Hulk Hogan stepped in the ring at 52 years old. He's like, Chris Jericho was like <laughs> in his 50s, and like, he's still getting out there. I mean, he's lost his step, he's older, but like, he's still getting in there with like young guys. Hulk Hogan at 50 was a fucking wreck. Like, you know, he could barely walk. He couldn't drop a leg anymore. Like, he had hip surgery. He had knee surgeries, He had back surgery. It's because they they didn't know how to take care of their bodies back then. They knew what to do when they were, like, you know, juicing up and all that stuff. But then afterwards, like, they didn't know, like, how to eat right. They were eating just shit food and, you know, like, it's just and drinking beer and hanging out. And nowadays it's like, all the wrestlers like, well, we only wrestle, like, 100 days a year. So they do, they make tons of money off appearances and commercials and sponsors. I mean just just,
0: just imagine if if Hogan had gone through what what Bagwell had gone through with these accidents.
1: In other words, they're not hurting now. Like they when they get home, they're like, "Oh, I'm, I'm a little sore," but like and, and again, not to disrespect what they do at all because they're fantastic, you know, athletes in my opinion. But, like, they just, they, they don't have yeah. to do this. They're, not, here they're not doing it. They're not good. doing
0: it over, th- over 300 days a year. Right. So I'd rather it. be that up. way yeah. so they
1: don't get addicted to that pills. That makes a or- massive difference, right? <laughs> and then you don't want to turn to the pills or the alcohol because you don't need to. Because <laughs> you're not hurting. You're not, as Cus takes a big drink. You don't need that stuff. My am like, Cus, put it down. Um, like, yeah, you yeah. Just, you don't, like, you don't need that stuff. Yeah. Like, and a lot of these wrestlers that were, they had these addictions were fucking hurting. And like they and they were never home with their families. And they were never, you know, so it's like it's emotional, it's physical. And then when you're hurting all the time, everybody knows mm-hmm. when you're in pain a lot, your attitude gets worse, your your judgment gets worse. Like you know, and you start making these bad calls. So Bagwell was an unfortunate victim of that, you know. And thank goodness for DDP who knows yeah. what wrestlers go mm-hmm. through, so he can recruit them, like yeah, Hall but- and Jake and and you know, DDP and all that stuff and be like, dude, let me help. I know what you go through. I was I was yeah. you like not that DDP yeah. ever DDP never drank or anything, but he saw that environment. DDP saw like you guys needed help. You need help. We we were beaten up. Like we we were worked way too hard. And you know you guys yeah. only had what were you going to turn to? What what will help me tonight? Oh, this liquor will or this pill will.
2: I was laughing before because he's a bit of a punchline because of everything we heard about Bagwell. Yeah, Judy Bagwell calling the office and complaining about him why isn't my son booked or whatever? Like, and the injuries and stuff and him being a bit of a, a clown. And you hear some of like the, the shoot videos about how his attitude backstage, like, but I think the good part is like, he was one of the greatest tag team wrestlers of all time. And he meshed with everybody. And, um, <clears throat> it, was it was unrealized potential. And like night. what a missed opportunity. He took the contract. He, he took a shot unfair with Booker T that like, Oh yeah. That Monday night match and he didn't have a chance, but like a lot of bad decisions. I mean, it, whatever. Taylor's oldest old as time. All the wrestlers, like he just kind of like got caught with it like um but man, he was he was a worker and a talent had a had the body, had the mic, he was great. Like
1: I remember I, Bagwell from my the early 90s and everything and like even from Global, but I mean like when he first came into WCW, right. he was just Marcus Alexander Bagwell. Which is the dumbest name to give somebody. <laughs> like, it's crazy. Like, it's just and he given wrestled for Come a, on, a couple of years. He's just given name. And so, uh, and like, yeah. And then he started, then he kind of found the thing with Two Cold Scorpio. And then we're like, oh, Bagwell's kind of good. You know, it was, it, we really saw Bagwell, you know, yes, Global was an independent, but like after that, he was in WCW the entire time for the rest mm-hmm. of his career to yeah. see someone kind of grow up. It's almost like now, you know, because everything's either on a phone, recorded on a phone, or streamed or. You know, it, it's hard to see any wrestlers nowadays like cut their teeth in private, you know, in front of just 50 people. You know, yeah. nowadays, everything's recorded or whatever. Great point. Bagwell, in a weird way, we saw him sort of grow up like in the early Oh my God, I can see that him photo in WWE. We saw yes. him as like, he was like Rookie of the Year, remember? Like they, they crowned him Rookie yeah. of the Year and all that stuff in WCW. Yes. Yep. And so like it was oh, a whole true. thing. And so we saw Bagwell grow up and just start tag wrestling and then create the buff character, which was really fun mm-hmm. and creative and like Backwell was, was fun and entertaining like I don't like really like he had a really good career it sucks and I, I hope he stays clean and yeah. I really do like yeah. for his sake because nobody wants to go out no. like that or end their life like that no. but he's about to be proud of like he really does like he was in there a long time with a lot of fucking stars and I just want to
2: apologize to all the people out there <laughs> yeah. <Yep.
0: laughs> yeah
2: we'll see that's going to be on our uh,
0: daily motion channel I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs>